Welcome to Happy Inside, it's Michelle here, bringing you nine years of clinical experience in gut-focused therapy and embodied psychotherapy. We're talking about the behavioral and psychological aspects of illness, gut disorders, chronic conditions, chronic stress and anxiety. All those conversations you've been waiting to have are happening here. Every time I sit back down to podcasts, I'm reminded of just how much I miss it. Um, wow, I've I got a story to tell you. Um, recently, I took some leave and I found myself at the last minute, um, because of circumstances, hiring a camper van and taking myself on my very first camper vanning trip and oh I mean this ended a few weeks ago but I I still feel just the raw excitement of it in me now and I really want to share it with you because it was such a fun experience uh, and actually you know there were times in there when I really had to dig down deep and do some work and um, I there was just so much that came out of it and um, I don't know, maybe there's a camper van trip in you. So I've actually made a video as well about this trip. Um, I did lots of recordings while I was away. I mean, the scenery was just smacked you in the face. It was crazy beautiful. Um, so you guys, you have to go on and watch this video because oh, just I, I feel so grateful to be living in Australia in such a beautiful pristine country and I live in New South Wales I live in Sydney but that's the state of New South Wales which is a huge state and we just have so much available to us um, in the form of you know beaches and national parks and oh this the scenery is just stunning so if you watch the video, you'll see all the different scenery in there as well as um, some of my kind of video blogging in the moment. You can see me processing the trip at the time. Um, yeah, sometimes I'm scared. Sometimes I'm super excited. Um, I, I love reliving it. Um, yeah, it's just such a, an incredible experience. So... I don't know if any of you guys have been camper vanning. It was a thing that maybe I had thought about in the past, like when I went to New Zealand once. It's really common to um, camper van around New Zealand because the scenery is just stunning. Um, so I kind of had it in my mind at one point, but it was never a huge focus. <laughs> i got to tell you, the minute this came into my awareness, when I suddenly went, oh, I could camper van, I was just, I was on a roll. I was Googling stuff. I was booking things. I was, I was absolutely sold on it. And um, <laughs> this is pretty funny, actually. I was sold on camper vanning <laughs> from the moment I picked the camper van up and drove, you know, it's like a 40-minute 
um, trip down south from my home. So just driving through Sydney, you know, in the thick of Sydney traffic, I was like, oh, my God, this is it. I've found it. It's amazing. Uh, Yeah, I was dreaming about things for years to come, owning my own camper and all those kinds of things. So I'm definitely sold on this style of holidaying for myself. So a few days after I returned, I took the opportunity to sit down and journal, because I'm a big journaler, about the road trip and what I learnt from the road trip. So I'm about to go through this list with you. I haven't actually looked at it again since I've written it, so we're kind of doing it together again. So here we go. This is what I've written. What? So what did I learn from my road trip? Number one, that I loved the freedom of the camper, and I'd totally do it again. In fact, I can't wait already. <laughs> That's true. I am um, I am already, last night I was already on looking at dates um, and prices and locations and things, yeah, for very soon in, you know, six or eight weeks' time to get away again. I'm sold. Um, and the freedom. So I love the freedom of that camper. I mean, this thing is so high off the ground you're just sitting up there above all the traffic. The only thing that's taller than you is a truck, essentially. Um, but I was just sitting right up there. You can see so far around you and there's just so much freedom with having, I think, you know, seeing that far around you as well as having all my belongings that I took with me in the back. Like it's right there. I, I have everything with me. I'm just free to go wherever I want. Um, this is so appealing to me. I love it. All right, what else have we got? That unplugging from the internet, news, emails and social media, media is even more healing and space-making than I'd remembered. Yeah, because I know, you know, intellectually I know, yeah, yeah, we do all those things and we feel better, but ah. Oh, I completely forgot Um, and you'll see in the video that once I got to day three, wow, um, yeah, that unplugging was really profound in me. It was so visceral. I could feel it throughout my whole body and my heart and all my cells. Ah, there's just something to it. And in fact, that unplugging, since I've been back, last night was the first time I've been back for uh, two weeks, I think. And last night was the first time that I turned the TV on. Um, So for two weeks, I haven't seen the TV. Um, I haven't been watching any news. I have looked about every third or fourth day, um, a quick look on a local news website just to see if there's any major event that I need to know about. Um, But that's it. And My emails, I used to have my work emails on my phone. Before I went away, I took them off my phone, of course, so that I, well, I wasn't accessing them and I wasn't accessible. Um, But I loved it so much that I now have not put those work emails back on my phone Um, and I have a permanent kind of of out-of-office reminder if you email me that says, hey, I 
won't be responding for a couple of days maybe because I um I don't have access to work emails on my phone so I'm only checking my emails uh you know various days throughout the week and uh wow is it creating a lot more space in my life really really profound all right what's the third point here so what did I learn from my road trip that without the distractions I can fully arrive and it's bliss. Oh, 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 I can feel that bliss again now. And, you know, I did that video kind of um, vlogging, I think they call it. Um, you know, I, I did a bit of journaling on the video, which is in the video. I'll post the link to the video um, in the notes. But in there... Um, yeah, when I rewatch that, I, I see myself in that bliss. And of course, it's me, so I can really feel it in my own body again. And it's, it's, it's just, I don't know, there's no other word for it except bliss. That's the only one I can come up with. All right. What else did I learn from my road trip? That without the distractions, I also see what lives within me and how fast things can shift if I stay present with them. Yeah, because we distract so much, like just way too much. There is so much input happening all the time. So we really don't have any space, you know, to be with ourselves and to see what is within us. And I wrote that in relation to some fear that came up and just sitting with the fear and just being with it and acknowledging it, you know, it's all the stuff I do with you in the clinic, um, that if you stay present with that, yeah, it just moves on through so quickly. Um, yeah, really, really quickly. So what else? <clears throat> I learned what fear feels like and how it sounds in my head. Wow, I don't remember writing that. <laughs> what fear feels like and how it sounds in my head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it had quite the voice. I'm just remembering it now. There's a lot of chatter happening. And it was all BS, essentially. Um, it was all just a fragment of my imagination or a figment of my imagination. Um, yeah. I, yeah. It's just a reminder of how the, how the mind can lead us astray, really. Okay, what else have we got? So I learned how freeing the other side of fear is if you let yourself feel it and move through it. So kind of based on my last point, really. Yeah, you know, it's really um, – I see it um, – I do it less than I used to do it. But, you know, we try and distract away and do things to not feel fear, right? We've got to keep busy. I don't want to feel that feeling. Um, yeah, but I'm comfortable now sitting with fear and sitting with other emotions that create discomfort in me initially. And um, there was a lot of freedom on the other side of that fear because fear is really contracting, right? 
the freedom is expanding and I'm I'm going for expanding. I mean, the whole trip was really the theme that came out of that was just the freedom and the expansion that I feel in that freedom is just, it's, it is endless. It has no end point. It's incredible. I also learned how much I love growth and my willingness to be in those opportunities or to create them. I mean, going on a camper trip my very first time, um, yeah, that's an opportunity for growth right there that I, that I created. Um, and then, you know, there were times during that trip where, where I really had to sit with myself. Um, I, you know, it wasn't often. There was, it wasn't definitely the theme of the trip. I was having a great time. I was cruising down the highway. I had the Footloose soundtrack on. I was talking to my co-driver, Chico. <laughs> you know, my little nearly 14-year-old Spoodle was with me. Um, you'll see her in the video as well. But, yeah, we had the most awesome time. It was just that there were a couple of moments where I had to dig deep and just explore some things that were happening me in me. And... Growth is important to me personally, so in my personal life, and it's also important to me professionally in my work. Um, you know, I, I, I kind of feel like this life that I was given was really just designed for growth, that I kind of had no choice, really. <laughs> I mean, we all have choice at the end of the day, but wow, it was going to be a bad, bad life um, if I didn't choose growth. And um, and I'm so glad I did. So I'm just kind of wired, essentially, this way. Um, and I like that. I love it. Um, there is just it's it's always an adventure, right? Even inside yourself, because there's always opportunity for growth. And that kind of widens my eyes with excitement. Sometimes it can get exhausting. <laughs> Sometimes I go, oh, man, you know, I just need a break. Um, and so I can do that now um, because I've learnt more to accept who I am and that even the things that I might not like as much about myself, I can have more compassion to um, rather than this kind of sledging at it to change it because it's unacceptable that I used to do. All right, what have we got? Um, what else did I learn? That I have more growth to take place around flexibility. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Oh, here's a story for you. <laughs> um, but, so I went... I only went for four days on this trip and it was kind of midweek. It was like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And the first two days that I, I – so I went to this um, – I booked into this powered site park, right? And I thought I'll just book in the first night because I don't know whether it's going to be shonky. So I'll, I'll just rock up there, I'll spend the first night and I'll make an assessment about whether I'll stay longer. And I got there and, again, from the videos, you'll just see, I mean, this place is phenomenal. Um, so, of course, I booked in for another two nights. But the only two people that were there, literally in that side of the park, were me and this woman that I met called Gina. And um, 
it was bliss. It was just just her and I. And we, we chatted a couple of times, but we kept to ourselves, you know. But it was really, actually really refreshing and lovely to have somebody, you know, that we just kind of, we crossed paths a couple of times. And then, you know, there was times when she'd bring a cup of coffee over in the morning and say, hi, Michelle. And I was like, oh, this is so nice. Just the community of it was really lovely. And, um... But it was just the two of us and it was bliss. Like I, you know, I at home um, I, I sleep with my um, blinds open and I conveniently always live in a place where my bedroom – you can't see my bedroom anyway at the end of the day. You know, I'm not on the ground floor on street level where people can, you know, look in from the street. Um, so – but I love sleeping with my blinds open. I really – love waking up to the sun um it's just something that I feel quite deeply in my body about that and I I, yeah I um I mean from my view from my window is a long view as in I mean there's there's kind of some trees um yeah in the near distance um but then much further away it goes over um onto a, a bay there's water there um, and so there's there's kind of more scenery, but it's a really beautiful scenery to look at. So when I went away in the camper van, it was really important to me that I had an opportunity to sleep with those, um, oh, not an opportunity, I was just going to sleep with those blinds open because the, the windows literally go all the way around the camper which, at the back, which is all the way around your bed. So for the first few nights, I was just, just me and Gina in the park. She was a few sites down. Um, I'd sleep with the blinds open. I'd wake up at, you know, 10 to 6 in the morning just to the most gorgeous sounds. Again, you'll hear that on the video. Just all the Australian bush and wildlife and, oh, the scenery was fantastic and I felt so refreshed. And, in fact, I slept much better those nights that I was away in that camper van than I do in my daily life, um, which is unusual like, because I, I like same, same. So I was thinking that if I was in a different, different environment in a different bed that I wouldn't sleep that well. But, oh, I, yeah, it was, it was pretty rock solid. So anyway, when I went and booked the next two nights at reception, they said to me, oh, just to let you know that on Friday the park will get full so everyone's arriving for the weekend. And I, and I went, yeah, yeah, okay, that's great. Didn't really know what that meant so much. <laughs> anyway, Friday morning comes around, I get up. Um, I think I recorded one of those blissful videos on a Friday morning um, so you'll see me all puffy-faced in the morning, you know, no shower, etc. cetera. Um, and I am... Um, and I kind of got myself organized and I had planned to go out for the day. So off I went, Chico and I, we get, you know, in the camper van and we literally, we go driving for the day and exploring, etc. And about 4.30 PM, um, we come back to the park and I drive into the park and this place is jam packed full. And I went, oh my God. <laughs> No, I can't, I can't do this. This is, it's like living in Sydney, essentially. And I, I kind of pulled up in my, you know, the one remaining spot that was actually empty at that time was my spot. That's how full this park was. And so I pulled up and 
I don't know if you guys have been to campsites before, but this was a powered site area. So all of them were um, either camper vans or caravans. But yeah, you know, these were like, um, yeah, these, you know, people really set themselves up. I mean, they're really kind of in for the stay, right? They've unpacked an entire, like a porch almost outside their van or, and there's like dining settings and there's, you know, um, cooking equipment and there's so much and they've got the music on and, and it's just like everywhere I turned, there was just these people kind of sitting there and I, I had a little bit of an internal freak out, I have to admit. And I got in my van and I was like, oh, my God, I can't do this. I can't – I'm not a huge fan of confined spaces and I thought I can't sleep with my blinds closed tonight. This was my major concern and I kind of would have had to because there were so many people around me, it would have been a bit weird otherwise um, and disruptive at the end of the day too. Oh, my gosh. And so I really – I kind of was like in my camper for about another hour, literally almost like pacing, you know, pacing in my head almost backwards and forwards because there's not a lot of room to pace in the camper. But I was really stuck in there and this is where my flexibility wasn't so great. Um, And I acknowledged it at the time. I was going, you know, I could dig down deep in me and find some way to just be okay with this situation, but I... But I was quite adamant in myself and saying, no, this is not what I came away for. This is not the environment I had visioned for myself. And um, and it's not how I want to spend my last night. And it's not how I want to wake up in the morning. And it's not how I want to leave my holiday. So instead of just adjusting my internal environment, I just adjusted my external one. So got out of the camper, walked down to Gina, knocked on her van. I was like, Gina. And she's like, oh, what's happening? And I went, oh, i got to get out of here. She goes, what's wrong? And I was like, oh, she's also from Sydney. And I was like, oh, this is way too much. The amount of people in this park is killing me. I can't do it. And she just laughed at me and she goes, oh, you're a free camper. And I kind of put my hand on my heart and I was like, oh. So Gina had explained this idea of free camping to me that she does. And essentially it's a concept that campers do which is, um, you know, camping at sites that, that are free. Um, so she kind of camps two or three nights at free sites and then she'll pay for the next night at a powered site where it has facilities and she can, um, you know, have a nice hot shower and um, she can do her laundry and, you know, all of those kinds of things. And at that moment I realised, yeah, I'm a free camper. <laughs> I mean, guys, I am an extroverted introvert. Um, which means that I love people, but for me to rejuvenate and recharge, I need alone time and solitude. And boy, did I need more alone time that night while I was away. So that's my story about flexibility. I mean, yeah, maybe I was a bit hard on myself. I didn't need to be flexible, but you know, I, I was flexible in my location. (laughs) I took myself and had the most blissful night um, where nobody existed. And I have to admit that was pretty damn amazing. All right, what else did I learn from my trip? That driving your home or your temporary home along the highway with the Footloose soundtrack on is ecstasy. <laughs> yeah, I already talked about this before. It was 
was telling a friend last night and we were both like squealing on the phone about how cool that was. Um, oh, I also learned that I'm hard to electrocute. <laughs> it's actually one of my biggest fears and it happened and I got lucky. So what happened was this. One morning I, I, went, I went to have a shower and uh, – the camper that I had, which was a nice, luxurious one, again, you'll see it in the video, um, had an internal air conditioner. So not the one in the driver's cabin, but in the actual, you know, living area. And so because I was leaving Chico um, in the camper, I thought, oh, I'll turn this air conditioner on and, you know, see how cool it gets and whatever. So, so I did that, left everything on, went and had a shower, washed my hair, came back and the camper came with a hairdryer. And so I thought, cool, I'm going to blow dry my hair. And anyway, I had the air conditioner on and then I plugged the hairdryer in and I was in the middle of blow drying my hair when all of a sudden I hear this kind of zapping noise and all this sparking and all this smoke just starts billowing out of the PowerPoint where the the, um, hairdryer was um, plugged in. I freaked out. I suddenly just yanked the cable out of the PowerPoint, jumped out of the van, went around to the back of back of the van and opened the back doors just to get more space because the van has a um has a a smoke alarm inside it and I was like, "Oh my god." So I did that and I was literally like, "Oh my god, am I okay?" And I'm looking at this blackened burnt PowerPoint again also in the video. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, I'm just kind of standing there a bit stunned in my head. And I think I did this for a number of minutes. And when I finally pulled myself together and went, okay, yep, I'm, everything seems to be okay. I'm alive. The van's still working. Um, it's okay. I suddenly went, oh, where's Chico? Oh, my God, that little bugger. She'd taken the opportunity <laughs> while I was distracted to jump out of the van and take herself for a little wander. Now, you'll see photos of her in the video. She is the same color as the bush and she's almost deaf, completely deaf. So when I turned around and I looked around me and I could not see her in any direction, I panicked. And suddenly I went to start looking for her and then Gina comes out and says, are you looking for a little brown fluffy dog? In fact, that's how we met. And I said, yes. And she just points and goes, she went that direction. And I was like, oh, my God. I mean, this park was substantially big. A direction was helpful, but I was hoping for something, you know, a bit more solid. Like, she's right there. (laughs) Anyway, so off I went running in that direction and I could not see her. And I thought, oh, my gosh, I've lost her. This is terrible. And then I kind of stood still for a minute and I heard this substantial rustling in the bush and I thought, that's not a lizard, definitely, and it's not a bush rat. Um, That's something bigger. Please let that be Chico. And I kind of went in that direction and that was her. Well, she got marched back (laughs) to the van and tied up. That was it. Um, No more of that. You know, there was a real risk of either losing her or in a place that I don't know or, you know, she could have get being bitten by something <clears throat> and really hurt. So, um, yeah, anyway, <laughs> moral to that story <clears throat> is um, I don't need to fear being electrocuted as much 
as I have feared it in the past. Okay, so we've got, I'm just looking, we've got a few more points. What else did I learn? That nature opens my mind and heart and spirit. Oh, I think this is true for a lot of people. Um, you know, well, sometimes in, um, in sessions when I say to clients, hey, let's go to somewhere that's really relaxing and beautiful, a nice landscape or something, um, clients never say, oh, yeah, can you take me to Times Square in New York or can you take me to Tokyo? That it's always somewhere in nature and it's peaceful and quiet and actually I think I've only ever had one client that was there with one other person otherwise everybody goes alone so there's something to be said I think most of us feel that connection with nature in some way and it does it opens us up it's amazing I also learned that the smell of the Australian bush is glorious oh my god my last um, video in the video is the soundtrack, is a video of the Australian bush for you. Uh, oh, I mean, it's nostalgic for me, obviously, because I grew up in Australia, but the sounds are absolutely glorious. <laughs> I also learnt, so second last point here, that I love meeting new people and <laughs> sharing a shower time with a great chinwag. So Gina and I, um, you know, we had, had a few chinwags and then, she came past my van on the way to the shower one day and she said, I'm just, you know, going up to take a shower. And I said, oh, I'm, I, th- I just arrived back. And I said, yeah, I've been fishing and I'm about to take a shower as well. So I'll probably see you up there. Anyway, I went up there and so we were the only two in the shower block and boy, did we have a great chat. <laughs> so we had, there was like one shower in between us, but we were just chin wagging away. It was amazing. I love, it's one of my favorite things to do. I don't have to be camper vanning. I can be doing it at home, but I absolutely love a great conversation while I'm in the shower. I just love it. I don't know. I've always loved it and I haven't I haven't done it for a while. So it was really fantastic to have the opportunity to do it with good old Gina. I'm very grateful for that experience. And I've got one last learning here, which is that being in my own thoughts is never boring. Never. I mean, wow. Now, there's a lot of thoughts that go on in my head um, a lot. And over the years, I've learned to have more agency over them. Uh, but wow, you know, I get, I can get lost in so many great conversations inside my head. Um, yeah, it's never boring in here. So there you have it. That's all the things I learned initially, anyway, from my trip. And um, I'll be going on another one soon. So I'm sure there is a lot more to learn, more layers to move through. Um, yeah, so guys, I'll post the link to the video that I made of the trip um, in the notes here so you can access that if you want to have a watch. I mean, at the very least, you're going to see the most incredible Australian landscape. Some of my friends actually said, are you still in Australia? <laughs> this is phenomenal. Um, yeah, so whether it's just thanks for listening to the podcast. Um, if you have a look at the video, thanks for that as well. Um, yeah, I love sharing such great experiences. So thank you. Hey, it's me again. Thank you so much for taking the time today to foster a happy inside for yourself.
There's a few other ways that you can engage, you can get in contact. Uh, I'll be quick. There's the ratings and reviews for both the podcast that you're listening to now and the Happy Inside iPhone app. You can also jump on to the website, happyinside.com.au, sign up for the newsletter, see the links for Facebook and Instagram pages, and also book one-on-one consultations with me, which are exclusively online across the world. I'm right here for